Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. Hello. Today is Monday, and today's topic is all about perseverance. I posted something yesterday on Mother um, It was a very packed weekend with models in town and an event that we went to and just a lot. And then in the midst of all of it, too, just the reality of managing and doing what we do. You you never know from day to day what's going to unfold. But uh, as I was sharing a little bit yesterday, it was cool how sometimes just when you need to hear something... You hear it, and I'm always encouraged when you guys tell me that that happens with this podcast because then I'm like, okay, the effort is worth it, you know, when people give those encouraging, um, hey, it makes a difference, and I'm listening, and that's awesome. So perseverance, uh, it's even taking me perseverance right now to do this podcast because I'm tired. It was just, it was a weekend that wasn't really a weekend. So then when Monday comes, you're like, wait a minute. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't, I didn't reboot, but that's okay. Today we have a light schedule. Um, Perseverance is a choice. It's a decision. And I really want you to let that sink in, that it's a decision. It's, I feel like in today's world, People will make a decision and say, well, this decision is great for this window of time, but but maybe three months from now when the going gets tough, the decision is like, well, I don't really know, or the uncertainty comes, or in a long-term relationship, or for us in building a business, um, or right now, just a guy just ran by, just literally ran by jogging um, in our front window. I'm like, everything is a decision. And... The sooner we take ownership in that in our own lives, uh, I think the better off we all are. And part of any worthy endeavor is also the decision of learning to listen to the right voices, uh, learning to feed yourself, you know, when rather when you're feeling weak or down or, or discouraged making the decision to do everything that you can do to work through that. It's also that the reality is everything is perception. So somebody can have a a set of circumstances where somebody else would look at that set of circumstances and go, wow, that's so amazing. I would love to be in that position. But we have seen in the over two decades of doing this, you can also have somebody else in a place where they perceive it to be not good Um, because perception is everything. It's everything, it's everything, it's everything. I listened to some really cool things over the weekend, especially as I was feeling a bit tired. And when that happens, I will kind of make the decision, okay, I, I need to, first of all, listen to my body, get some rest, and then also fuel myself with things that help me to kind of keep going. And I listened to this great 
um, T.D. Jakes, it was on YouTube, I was flipping through YouTube, my direct TV went out too, which is another really bad thing in my life. But it, it, it got rebooted on Sunday, which was wonderful, but I was, I was looking through YouTube and I came across an old uh, T.D. Jakes message and I remembered how much I loved it and he talked about that the blessing is in the breaking and he gave the example um, of breaking bread and then it be, was able to be multiplied. The blessing was able to become, but first it had to be broken. And I think about times in my life of um, times that I kind of had to be broken in order to get to that next point and hindsight being 2020, how grateful I am for it. My 19-year-old self in my early 20s, I was, I was pretty fearless about um, business and trying new things, and and maybe because I didn't have anything to lose. I also look back and I think in a lot of that same kind of time frame, I lacked wisdom. I think that kind of goes with the territory of when you're younger. And then I had my first business when I was about 23 years old. It was called Body Heat. It was a, an aerobic studio. I think I've told stories about it before because I wish I had pictures. Somewhere I have pictures to show. It was very um, quintessential 1980s Beverly Hills Cop Prince kind of neon funky aerobic place. And I got my an SBA loan. I was really excited. I really had no clue what I was doing. And so it didn't last very long. And I had to close. And I remember at that time thinking that that failure was final. That I was humiliated. I was embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh, I failed. Um, and I kind of hid under a rock for a little minute. I don't know, probably at the time it was maybe three or four or five months where I just, you know, was dragging my tail on the ground, feeling like an absolute complete failure. Um, and then I, it led me to starting this other kind of venture where I wasn't the owner, but I was very much in charge of... Um, at the height of aerobic dance. And I built this huge following, and it was really fun. And I look back, and I... I see how that led me to the next thing. But my point is I didn't quit, I kept going. Then in my mid-30s, I found myself um, getting a divorce, I found myself with a business that really wasn't making money. I was trying to figure out how was I going to do this and it was in that time in my life where I really learned the power of surrender and real trust. And I've shared this before, too. I went and I saw a counselor every Tuesday who was just the most wonderful, godly, not religious, godly man who really taught me so much about coming to the end of myself, um, not trying to control or hold on, and learning to be kind of surrendered in the pursuit of the dreams that were in my heart. Um, and how just as I was on the brink of really thinking I have to throw in the towel, it was literally in that time frame where I'm so thankful that I didn't quit that I discovered Ashton Kutcher. And that was a page turner 
in the business sense. Um, and then I met Jeff at, right in that same time too. So I really see how, even though it was a hard time, it was also a wonderful time. I learned at that time the importance of standing up for myself, um, allowing myself to discover who I was, what kind of moved me and, and what was passionate and important to me and not being afraid to pursue that. So the way that I did it, I would side, have a little side hustle here and there to just to, keep, to pay the bills and keep the lights on. I also had an amazing mother who really um, helped support me and a wonderful friend, April, who stood by my side and parents and people. It takes a village. Um, that's why when you have that village, it's important to just not quit. This morning, I was watching Good Morning America. I had it recorded on the DVR, and then when it turned off, there was a show that just happened to be on. It's not a show that I even watch. I don't really know how it ended up that it was there, but it was one of those things where the minute she started talking, I could not quit listening to her. And I remembered when I was in my younger self living back in Iowa, I would listen to Joyce Meyer all the time, and she gave this, I was like, ooh, maybe that's what I was supposed to hear, and hopefully it'll be something for, good for you to hear too. She said she had a mentor at a time where she was feeling very um, double-minded in the sense of um, trying to figure out what she was doing, building something. There was uncertainty, but she also felt like she was supposed to be doing this one thing in her life, and a mentor came to her and said, pitiful or powerful, but you can't be both. You can be pitiful or you can be powerful, but you can't be both. Uh, sometimes that pitiful can just kind of be rooted in, in self-pity, in looking at everything that isn't instead of looking at what is. It's, it's feeling like you need to know what's around the bend every time you turn around, but not being able to know, and that uncertainly makes you feel pitiful instead of powerful. But if you learn to shift that thinking, it can then become that it makes you feel powerful to be surrendered to it and to trust it and to not need to know. There's something really powerful in that. And it kind of struck something that I'd heard over the weekend, too, about how blind spots allow focus. Sometimes having a blind spot and not being able to see or to fully know kind of forces you to hunker down and just focus on, on what you can do right now and, and get over the needing to know everything else, which I think is really wonderful. This weekend, too, I had... Um, I was sitting and watching an interview on, on television. It was, uh, I can't remember what it was on, to be honest. And we have this great guy, Rod, who comes in and, and helps with some, some things when we need, like a handyman kind of thing. And he happened to be in the room at the time. And he heard this woman telling the story about um, this circumstance that honestly she let kind of take her under. And, and she was listening to a lot of not good voices in her life. And it was just kind of ironic that that type of interview happened to be on television at the time. And he's over there doing his thing and talking and whatever. And he, he just kind of under his breath said, misery loves company. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
you're right. He goes, oh, if you, you know, he was like, oh, I have so many stories I could tell. And I think that we all do. And so it becomes that choice. It's like last week when I talked about drinking out of the cup of sorrow. Um, you can, but you don't have to. There's a lot of things that you can do, but you don't have to. Uh, I loved this, too, that T.D. Jakes talked about. He said this morning, Jeff was listening to him as we were getting ready for the day, he said winning is a responsibility. Losing is easy because it's letting go. Winning is a responsibility, and that's why it's hard. Success comes with sacrifice. It comes with commitment. It comes with dedication. It comes with decision. It comes with choice. And it really comes with not giving up. And we all are going to face those things in our life where it is easier to give up. We talk a lot about periods of time in our business where we gave great consideration to, should we just quit? And I'm so thankful that for the two of us, we just kept encouraging each other, and we looked for the good of why we didn't want to quit. And I really think when you see somebody achieve something, if you really knew the root of their story, you would find that as the common denominator over and over and over. Also, what was talked about this weekend, and I appreciate it, and I find myself in a place where I'm really trying to work on this, is the paradigm shift, the, the looking at things differently, the getting over the shooting too low. It's easy to shoot too low and to not think. We should think big. We should think bold. Um, when it came to this year, 2019, that was one thing that kept resonating with me was I want to think big. I want to think outside what I've thought up to this point, and I know that Jeff feels the same way. And finally, the reality is that anything you do outside of your comfort zone, it's more than likely that there's going to be times where you're doing it scared. One of our models, uh, it was her first fashion show this weekend, and it was so sweet because she was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared. And I said, I get it. I promise you're going to love it. And the next day to sit down with her and her dad and to go, oh, it was so fun. I loved it so much. It was great. And the fact that she didn't let the fear stop her from doing it. And finally, just knowing that really we're at, it's a fight. It's a battle to hold on to those dreams and aspirations that you have and to not be discouraged and to not give up. And that is all about perseverance. Thank you for listening. Thanks to everybody that came up to me this weekend and shared that they listened to this podcast. It means the world to me. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you.